What do parents think of your children's ministry the first time they visit? If you want to make a fantastic first impression on moms and dads, then stick around because that's what we're going to be talking about today on the Simple Kidmin Podcast, episode 14. Hey, welcome back to the Simple Kid Men Podcast, the podcast where we take the complicated world of children's ministry and boil it down to the things that matter most. I'm your host, Jason Byerly. I've been a children's pastor for the past 22 years and counting, and I just really love helping and encouraging children's ministry leaders any way I can, which is why we're here today. Now, today is the second part of a two-part episode on making a great first impression on new families. Now, last time we talked, we talked about helping kids have an awesome first day. And today, we're going to talk about how we can do the same thing for the big people, the grown-ups in the family that attend too. Now, I always say that in children's ministry, we have three audiences to serve. The kids, of course, parents, and leaders. And it's not really a home run in children's ministry unless we serve all three of those groups really well. Now, parents are huge because they're going to be the ones who will ultimately decide whether or not a child's going to be coming back to our ministries. Now, of course, they're going to be influenced by their kids big time. But even if kids love what we do, if parents aren't sold on our ministry, if they have serious questions about how well we'll take care of their kids, well, they may not be back. And that would be a real bummer because we want them to come and plug into the church and fall in love with Jesus and grow together as a family After all, parents are the ones who are going to have way more spiritual influence in their child's life than we will. They're in it for the long haul. And so we want to partner with them. We want to equip them and encourage them and just build bridges between what they're doing at home and what we're doing at church so that together we can help their child to know Jesus, grow in Jesus, and just live a thriving life of faith. All right, so we get the parents are important. So how do we help them to have an awesome first day in children's ministry? Well, let's dive into it. First of all, I think we need to ask ourselves, what are parents looking for in a children's ministry? Well, that probably varies parent to parent and church to church. But it's been my experience that most parents are going to judge our ministries, at least on the first day, with three questions. Is it safe? Is it fun? Is it friendly? Now, after they've been at our church for a little while, they may start asking more questions about the biblical content we're teaching or other things about what's happening within the experience their child's having in the rooms. But that first day, I really think those are the three questions that make the biggest impression on them. So let's take those one at a time. First one is, is it safe? You don't have to read too many headlines today to realize that this is a dangerous world for kids. Today's parents live with the fear of everything from school shootings to child abuse. Sadly, the news is packed with worst-case scenarios that threaten children and just increase parents' fears. So parents want to know if your ministry is a safe place. Can they trust this group of people to take care of their kids? Now, here are a few things that will help put their minds at ease. First, make sure you have great leader coverage. Parents want to look into your rooms and see volunteers and lots of them. That's one of the reasons we require our leaders to wear bright red t-shirts with the ministry logo on them. Name tags are also helpful for this. Now, we want it to be really obvious to parents who's in the room serving their kids. Next, you want to make sure that parents see more grown-ups in the room than student leaders. 
Now, student leaders are awesome. We love them. And honestly, some of them are better at children's ministry than our adults are. But parents want to see that there are big people in the room who can keep the room safe and orderly and could take care of their child in a crisis situation, such as a fire or an evacuation. Also, you'll want to let parents know that everyone who is serving has been thoroughly screened. Now, I'm not a lawyer. This is not legal advice. So you'll want to consult an expert in your own church as to what that means in terms of what you need to go through to thoroughly screen a leader. But at our church, that process includes filling out a volunteer application, getting a background check, having a personal interview, and there are other steps that we may put particular candidates through. So we let parents know that we screen our leaders in a what to expect video that we have on our website so that it's one of the first things that we communicate to new families that they can trust the leaders who are serving their kids. If you want to learn more about safety and security, I have an entire episode that I dedicated to this back in episode 10. So go back in the podcast feed and check that out. I go into a lot more detail on all the ins and outs of safety and security in children's ministry. But those are just a few things to get you thinking about today. And I think some things that are on the front burner of a parent's mind when they first visit. All right, next question is, is it fun? Does it look like the kind of place my child would love? Is it bright, inviting, colorful? Is there fun music playing? Does it look like a place made for kids? Now, our bigger campuses at my church have a check-in lobby for each environment, like kindergarten through second grade and third through fifth grades. And so we try to make those lobbies look as awesome as possible. At our smaller campuses, we don't have check-in lobbies. You just check into one room and everything happens in there. And so we try to achieve that same effect by just having a really cool storytelling area or stage. Now, you can do a lot with some fresh paint and fun colors, a key graphic on the wall like your ministry logo, or just a fun image that ties to the theme of your room. If you have some money, you can get that graphic printed on adhesive vinyl, which is basically a big sticker you adhere to the wall. And it just has a really cool, fresh, clean look. Or do what I used to do. Um, Have an artistic volunteer make you a cool sign out of thick foam core, which looks great because it pops and adds some dimension to the image. You can get volunteers involved with this who have a lot of skill and talent and achieve a really cool look with a minimal investment. But if you have more money to invest there, you know, go for it and make those check-in areas as awesome as possible. All right, next question, is it friendly? More than anything else, when people visit a place for the first time, they're going to remember how they were treated. Think about how you feel when you try a new restaurant. Even if the place has great atmosphere and the food is amazing, if you get terrible service, chances are that is the first thing you're going to talk about when someone asks you how it was. On the other hand, incredible service can cover a multitude of deficiencies. You may not have the coolest children's ministry facilities, but if you love on families, take great care of their kids, they're going to keep coming back. They're going to love you. That's the power of serving others and building relationships. Now that brings me to a super important question you need to ask yourself. Do you have the right people greeting new families? Now think about that for a second. Think about who is greeting your guests. For you, it may be a designated person who just welcomes new folks, or maybe the classroom teacher or small group leader in each room does it. Now these volunteers who greet your families and help with the check-in process may be the most important leaders on your team. Why? because they could be the first and only person a parent talks to during their visit to your church. They're the face of your children's ministry, the face of your church, and ultimately a reflection on Jesus. They're the ones who are either going to help convince parents that your ministry is safe, fun, and friendly, or turn them off to your ministry. With that in mind, I want to spend a little bit more time here. I want to give you 
five people who you don't want in that role. See if any of these sound familiar. First of all, grumpy Gus. Gus is the kind of guy who looks like he just ate a lemon. He may genuinely like people, or maybe not, but you can never tell it by his gruff exterior. There may be another job Gus would be good at, but do not let him greet your families. Second person you don't want greeting your families, apathetic Annie. Annie isn't just laid back, she is bored. She slouches at the guest check-in desk, plays with her phone, and appears inconvenienced when she has to assist someone. When guests arrive late, she's in no particular hurry to check them in. Okay, number three person you don't want greeting your guests is flustered Frank. Frank lives in a constant state of emergency. He knows families are in a hurry to get checked into the service and freaks out under pressure. When the check-in line backs up, he gets nervous and puts stressed out families even more on edge. The next one is Clueless Kathy. Now, Kathy never bothered to learn all the ins and outs of your check-in process, and she isn't really sure how it works. If you use electronic check-in, she doesn't know how to operate the computer or troubleshoot if something goes wrong. And if you use a manual check-in system, she doesn't know where to find the right paperwork or exactly how the tag system works. Now, the last person you do not want greeting your guests is Negative Nellie. Nellie's the kind of leader who's always unhappy about something and loves to vent in front of guests. She's always complaining about a recent change in children's ministry, the direction of the church, or problems in her marriage, and she has no filter. She lacks the maturity to realize how damaging her negative comments can be. Now, if any of these folks sound familiar, they either need coaching or you need to help them to find a better place to serve. Instead of these bad examples, be on the lookout for people who are warm and friendly, show passion for your ministry, stay cool under pressure, take time to learn your safety and check-in processes, and have a positive attitude. Pray that God will raise up leaders who understand what's at stake and are excited to make a great first impression for the kingdom. Then set them up to win by giving them all the support and challenge they need. Make sure they're well-trained, encouraged, and have a high level of expectation. Take the time to celebrate and champion these leaders for making a serious difference in the lives of families who God sends their way. Now, finally, I want to leave you with one last thing to do to make sure that parents have a great first visit to your church. Now, we know that our ministries need to be safe and fun and friendly, and that that needs to be obvious to parents the first time they walk in the door. And we also know that we need to have the right people greeting our families to be an ambassador for Christ, to welcome them into our church. But the final thing we need to do is just take the next step and follow up with families. Now, once a guest has made it through their first service and they're coming back in to pick up their kids, make it a point to follow up with them and just ask them if they enjoyed service. Ask them if they had a fun morning and let them know how glad you were they came. Now, if possible, follow up later in the week by sending them a card, letting them know how much you loved having them in church and how much you enjoyed having their child in children's ministry. Now, at our church, we only ask for a cell phone number from parents when they're checking in a first-time guest because we may need to text them if their child gets sick during service or something. So we don't have an address to send a cards to kids who visit. But we do text parents on Monday and just let them know how glad we are they were there and just make ourselves available if they have any questions or if there's anything we need. And when my family visited Willow Creek Community Church in Chicago about five years ago, I actually received a phone call from a really personable volunteer, which was pretty impressive for a church of that size to have a personal touch on my very first visit. So whether it's a card, a text, or a phone call, just do what feels right for your church to follow up after that 
first morning in children's ministry. Just anything you can do to let them know that you know they were there, you're glad they were there, and that you're there to serve them. Now, the bottom line is that we just want kids and families to know how much they matter to God by showing them how much they matter to us. And that brings me to our simple takeaway today. Our simple takeaway is take great care of parents if you want to take great care of kids. Our verse for the day is Hebrews 13.2 that says, Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by so doing, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Now, I don't know if you'll have any angels visiting your ministry this week, but I do know that you will have some parents who may have a divine appointment. They may desperately need to come to church and connect with God, and you can make that really easy for them by helping them to have a great experience when they drop off their kids. And at the end of the day, that means more ministry opportunities with their child and a chance to develop a long-term relationship with the whole family. Well, guys, that's it for this time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for investing in families. And if you found this helpful today, please share this episode with a friend. And if you get a chance, go write a quick review over on iTunes. It'll just help me to get the word out and reach more of our children's ministry friends. And that's really the whole reason I'm doing this podcast. I hope you have a great week ministering to kids and the parents who bring them. I'll see you next time.